today we have with us Camille from Ascending Diamonds. Now I could almost get that wrong, Camille. So I'm going to get um, I'm going to get you to. Can you tell our audience one your full name because I knew I was going to mess that up for you? And Ascending Diamonds. Now when I looked at this before, I thought it was diamonds, but that's not right. So tell us about you, you and what's this Ascending Diamonds? Okay, so my name is Camille Hokianga and I I work with Living Your Truth, so I'm I'm collaborating with Living Your Truth with Sarah. Ah, our friend you know? Sarah Cunio that we had on previously. Awesome. Absolutely. And but my my business under the banner is Ascending Diamond. So back in 2018, prior to that I was called Spirit Wings Healing. And then the Ascended Masters stepped in and said, Camille, it's time for a, a business change, a name change. So they said oh, it's gonna be ascending diamond diamonds but i thought they said ascending diamonds thinking I'm saying? what serapis baby stepped forward and said ah, no diamonds and i was like okay yeah that's cool weirdo so we did that so i wrote down ascending die hyphen lines and the reason why is because the ascended masters that have the teaching of ascending through the mind so when we're going on our ascension journey we actually have to ascend the mind to bring the mind to close to have it working solely with your heart so we're integrating the mind with the higher heart and the heart chakra and it's all turning on and it's like to live your truth to to know your truth i know my truth so and the, the die minds is so basically when we're ascending, higher self descends and sits within our, our physical body and the Godhead chakra then comes to sit at the mind level within. So it comes in here, it, becomes, it turns on as a major chakra there. And then you're we're ascending, so she, the ascension is that all that knowledge and stuff, the tree of life gets the Kabbalah tree of life and everything is all within here. You've got Solomon's temple where the temples are, Solomon's temple, that's here. So all the knowledge is stored within here, but we need to ascend onto higher level of dimension onto higher dimensional levels through having the teaching through the mind so the masters step in to do that for you and yeah so ascending diamonds and that's why i was given that name didn't really know i thought it was diamonds like oh okay yeah ascending diamond consciousness yes it is going to ascend your diamond consciousness it's also going to ascend your feminine consciousness your christ consciousness your god consciousness and every other consciousness that comes to play as we ascend and grow as evolved beings of light. So yeah. So it's got nothing to do with diamonds and jewelry. <laughs> no, although I'd love to um, have a few more of those. It's, it's hard, it's hard too, because um when you're saying, you know, your chakras and you know all those information, I don't know any of this. So it's just so like interesting you telling me this. I'm like Okay, how does this work? <laughs> I'm very interested. This is interesting because like, I want to get into this stuff, but I don't understand it either. Yeah, I've never really been yeah. around it before, so it's very oh. interesting. Oh, so your chakras are just the energy, they're like rings of energy, and they've got the different colors, but you've got the different teachings. You have the perversions or the purity of the chakra. So, in a perverted chakra, it's, you're going in reverse, so you're on the negative side of the chakra. And when you're noticing the negative emotions or behaviors to do with that chakra, then what we're essentially trying to do in order to ascend is now come back and use the purity of the chakra. So to not not to judge the, the negativity, because through the negative or the perverted side of that chakra, we're getting taught lessons and it all comes out of our beautiful soul contracts that we have and that is stored in the Akashic Records. 
So it's all for us, not to us to say. So every traumatic experience we go through, everything that we're going through, it's there to teach us. So basically we're going to learn the beautiful positive teachings and then it applies and then we have, can make peace with the shadow. Not push the shadow, just have it equally there. So if you notice when you switch the light on in a room and it can be a dark room, you switch the light on and the light just simply lights up all the darkness. There might be a part where the darkness, the light and the darkness, they meet as one because the light can't quite reach over there or when you see it then become dark. There's no struggle in the dark and the light. It just is as simply as the shadow is just the shadow and the light is that. And when we learn to accept the shadow aspects of ourselves, then we can evolve and grow because we're just accepting and then there's no internal struggle, no battle there because we're just accepting that on our journey there may not be, we haven't got all of our shadow into light, but there's no struggle there either. We can struggle through when we then, this is where the mind steps in, when our mind has the problem. So when you look back to the tarot cards, I'm going to bring those in, and you've got the five of wands and they're battling the five of wands and it's a big battle, right? It's an internal battle that we have and we face because we've got that light struggling to, to battle with the dark, but really we just sit and just go quiet, go silent, go within and just observe when I'm bringing Buddha in. When Buddha was here, it was simply to be in the now, to observe and to just hold space, to understand that everything is as it should be, whether it's dark or light, just observe it and then you can see the beauty in both. So it's about when we observe and we just allow, then we're bringing that the ego starts to sit down and then we just have no judgment and we just become one in the oneness. First universal law, the law of one. And it just brings us back to one and then the one with source within because we are the essence of source. We've got in, in a lot of the ancient cultures, like the all the, the indigenous cultures around the world, which is the Irish. Even the English are indigenous to themselves, you know, and people tend to think, oh, well, English, what? No, you know, I've heard English people say, we've got no culture. My grandmother was English coming from a line of Ouija board readers and tarot readers read for the royals. Some of my beautiful grandmothers back in those days were killed because quite frankly, the king didn't want to hear that. They still had that truth of consciousness. They still understood. So every one of us, every single race around this world, whether you're English or you're this beautiful Native American, we all have truth. Everyone has truth. Everyone is something and everyone has something to give. And that's the beauty of why we have all these different teachings because it all leads us back to source. So nothing is right wow. and nothing is wrong. It just is. Yeah, that's I love so that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> it's a lot for me to process because I to take in. I don't um yeah, I don't really understand, you know, the chakras and energy and understanding it. Like obviously I know um you know, a basic, basic, basic version, um, you know, understanding your ego, understanding your consciousness, understanding like that kind of stuff. But then chakras is just like a whole nother level of really, I mean, a star sign, well, I know my star sign. <laughs> I, I feel like that's all I've got, you know? So it's very interesting to learn all these new things and I'm definitely gonna have to go away and like- We're gonna research, research this one. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get into what you do? Okay, so because I come through, my lineage are seers. 
Bill says. So as a child, I come onto the earth with an active third eye and other clears were open. Well, we all do, right? So all children come through with a crown that's fully open. But I never, because of trauma that happened to me when I was very young, trauma will always make you sit and then awaken. Any form of trauma will have you have an aspect of awakening because trauma simply is, it really does wake us up, whatever that trauma may be. And so trauma can be from just mum walking out the door and you're thinking, I'm abandoned, I'm rejected, but then she'll come back. Or trauma can be a mum that has the baby, hands the baby away, walks out the door and never comes back, right? So trauma isn't to be judged either. Everybody has an aspect of trauma within their lives. It's what grows you and molds you. So I had horrific trauma when I was, for me, it was horrific. For other people, it might be, that wasn't so bad, <laughs> you know, but that's okay. That's each and everyone's own perspective on, and they have a percep their perception of things. Um, and so it woke me up. So I learned to astral travel at two years old because the trauma was so horrific that what was happening to my body, I had to leave. I, I couldn't be there. So it forced me into astral travel. So I was astral traveling since. So I could see. What is that? What is that? I haven't heard of this since like, you know, since I was a kid. Like even this whole concept of it. It's like, this is interesting. What is it? Yeah. Astral travel where you're out of your own body, but I'll let you do it. You explain. Yes, so astral projection is where you just leave the body. The soul just goes, oh, but remember, the soul is omnipresent too. The soul is omnipresent, it's in more than one space at any given moment. Because we're made in Source's image, we can be here and we can be there. That's why when people are using Archangel Michael to come and cut cords or Archangel Michael come and protect me, there's gazillions of people around the world all calling out to Archangel Michael and he'll come here and he's over there and he's over there and he's over there and he's, because he's omnipresent and so are we because we're made, our souls are omnipresent. So the aspect, there's a portion of your soul that will go out, astral project and then you just go. You can go anywhere. It's a thought, boom, gone, I'm there. Sitting up on the Eiffel Tower. And sometimes when I just need to go, just quickly, I need to drop myself into a nice trance-like state, I will just, and if I can't do it, because my mind is just going, racing, 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 I'll just drop down astral travel to get me out there and then I slowly bring myself back in and because I'm in that state and then I can just meditate. I'm gonna ask today's there. dumb question if that's all right. So are you having like an out-of-body experience where, you know, you can see yourself as a two-year-old looking down and, you know, you're sort of wandering off to somewhere else or is it more, like even now, as a two-year-old, you know, you're sitting there thinking, I don't want to be here because of this trauma. So you think of, like, it's almost you're thinking yourself into a better place. Which one is that? You know, where you're talking about, I could be at the Eiffel Tower. It's like, I'm not here now. I'm not here now. I'm somewhere else. Like, are you? is it like imagining yourself to be in another place or is it actually... Well, imagination is quite right. So imagination is another form of using your third eye. So imagination, when you imagine you're somewhere, the imagination is the most amazing tool that we were given from source. It makes us connect into beyond the veil or to other aspects of ourselves. So when we see ourselves down there, we're actually looking, it could be, it may not be, but there are aspects where it could be your remote viewing. Oh. So it could be that it hasn't happened yet. With remote viewing, you could be remote viewing and seeing something happening over there, or you could be just totally disconnecting. And in traumatic experiences, we tend to just disconnect, disengage, go, because the trauma becomes too much. So the body will store the trauma within themselves. So, you know, and it can store anywhere. It can be happening to your body in a certain place, but then the trauma will store here just because. And so when we come 
come through and do the energy healing, we're just touching, it can feel so painful, like, ah, uh, you're screaming. But we're actually just touching and allowing the energy to flow through, Mercury retrograde, um, and just to release to not release, that word is terrible, let go. You just wanna put it there so you can let it go, but you're gonna breathe into the pain. The breath work will help it to just be, and then the noises come out and it's just amazing. So, sorry, I, I digress there, but so when you're going through this trauma, traumatic experience and you may be seeing it, or you're just, just it can be astral traveling, it can be remote viewing, where you've just gone out and looking through your eyes, allowing yourself. More advanced souls will step out and look and go, okay yeah i'm ready for a teaching here not saying that all advanced souls do that some advanced souls just simply go i'm going to let that happen and i'll deal with that another day i'm out i'm going to play with for me it was pegasus yeah right it was pegasus and it was the master sewer so jesus master jesua and archangel michael and then archangel Azrael. that's who i wanted to go play with i didn't want to be seeing or feeling or being in that experience it was too horrific and then it just continued to happen through so now i look at it as such an honor that that happened to my body because it made me grow faster in my spiritual connection and become the healer yes and become the healer that i am today where i can hold space for beautiful women and men that have been through that horrific experience and just know that they are loved, supported and I'm there to help you through, to make you see and to understand those beautiful teachings. So I'm just so honoured to the divine and to everything and to my soul contract because I actually asked for it. This is what, this is the other big secret, right? It's not a secret, but it's like the big secret when you're on your journey. Every traumatic thing that we go through, we've actually written it in our contract and it's stored nicely away in the Akashic Records. So when people come to see me for an Akashic Records reading and they're going through something, a lot of the times they'll come and they'll go, I don't know, I just want that. What? Because a lot of the time, as a human, we avoid, right? We don't want to see the truth of, of anything. We don't want to look at the trauma. We want to look at happy days. But until you get the teaching of the trauma, the cycles and patterns will continue to come round until you go, right, stop, I know it, I get it, right? Don't just Okay, I didn't want to face it, I already got it back there. So can I kind of jump in? Is it, is it kind of the case that you're saying, you know, everything comes back to childhood trauma and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, if you cut yourself, it doesn't matter whether you have two stitches or whether you have six, you know, ultimately the wound is still there. So it doesn't matter the size of the wound, like when you were talking about, you know, that a mum might walk out of the room for two minutes and the baby is, you know, lost and attached or they might walk away forever. But it's the same with the stitches where it still hurts no matter what the size of the wound. And it sounds like you're saying that everything in life comes back to childhood trauma and then we continue to carry these wounds into adulthood. And is it the case that you can sort of help with that? Like overcoming that childhood trauma? Okay, so that's not what I was trying to say. I better Excellent. Okay. So what I'm trying to say <laughs> is, <laughs> and I think I, I don't want to mislead anybody. No, no, but that's, that's a great observation. See, whereas I haven't articulated myself enough. So what's happened is you've I've, I've given it an aspect of childhood trauma, but what it actually is is sometimes you can have the most amazing life with the best parents and everything and then you get to 30 years old and bang, I'm so sad, I'm depressed, I'm this, I'm that, I don't know why. 
I've had the best life. I'm a million gazillionaire. I've got everything. I could go out and I could get anything in the world, but there's somewhere inside of me where I feel so lost and so afraid and so unloved. Okay. And what, what is that? What is that? That can go to past lives, past lives. Oh, so it doesn't necessarily have to be from your childhood. Okay, got it. Yeah, or it can be a genealogical line, your ancestral line, where you are clearing ancestral karma. So we have an aspect of our soul where we go, okay, I'm going to learn all these things and I'm going to clear my past life trauma and I'm going to get something's going to trigger me here and make me go, oh, God, God. So I'm going to clear that. Also, same similar patterns have happened in my ancestral line. And my poor ancestors, oh no, there was still stuff to clear. Oh, I'm going to clear some of that too. And then we just go along in our life and we might be these, you know, just having an amazing day and then bang, I'm so depressed today. Oh my God, a whole world is on our shoulders. And it's because we have gotten to a certain, certain point in our contract where we've written at this date, at this time, when I'm this age, bang trigger we're going to turn on and now it's time for me to wake up awaken and to look for it so that i can now clear those old cycles and patterns so that we break the cycle it's about breaking the cycle within your own life because we are one so there's another aspect to all of being one where there's the quantum side of things but we won't talk about that today because that blows people's heads um, but we are one, we're one, we're this one soul, no one else is real, everyone, so Sarah over here, she's, I've made her up because I needed her to step in to be that picture mama that I think she is, I think she's this amazing mum, um, and I'm this playing, amazing I'm playing mama, today. and she's here <laughs> holding my space for me because I get so afraid of the camera, like, mm, what if, you know, so I still have things to clear and heal within myself. You don't need to be afraid of the camera. <laughs> you guys have made it so easy for me today and I thank you and I honour you both because it's just, you're just so easy to be around. So yeah, so all of that, we just kick in, bang, time to do the work. You're contracted to come here to do your work for your beautiful ancestors and for your lineage to break cycles and patterns that could be in your lineage, right? And you're also here to break cycles and patterns that are in within your own soul. And because a soul is the overbody and it's huge and it's got all that cellular memory and everything else going on in it. So we're plucking out, right, I'm gonna deal with you today, pull that big one down and face it, clear through, understand the teaching of it, and then just simply let it go because you've got that beautiful teaching and that cycle and pattern. I can see it. Oh, I can see it playing out here and here. I need to go now because I've got the teaching and go and stop the cycle and pattern. That's about self-love. It's bringing it back to love yourself first because when we love ourselves first, we only can receive back as within, so without. As above, so below. As within, so without. That's the law of correspondence, another universal law. So when we can love ourselves fully, and embrace every like these that I used to just go <laughs> but I put them there because my heart because I wanted to deal with my sadness in this lifetime I wanted to deal with rejection and abandonment issues so I go and put big boobs there to cover my heart up no I don't want any more pain there now I'm going it's okay I love you I honor you for what you've done for me you've protected my heart really well sometimes too well my heart's oh. not protected <laughs> Yes, because you're protecting your. I did. I did ask for my boobies though when I was um, in year eleven. All my friends had boobs except for me, and then I was like, "What the hell? Like, what the hell? And I really wanted them so bad." And then year twelve, bam.
through here and they can like go on oh, there's the website there they can link in and then they can book in that's down in paradise point if they're wanting to come through and they, they're tra traveling they could be up in that area and they think oh well that's too far is it i've got my home set up within just in my garage at the moment and they can come there and have the healing and stuff done too or there's we've got workshops we've got retreats coming up yeah, uh, we really are more can customize to so say you're like yourselves and you think okay Camille and Sarah I really want you to come in and teach about I don't know whatever um so a lot of why we carry the weight around here is we are protecting right so we're protecting and here we've got our sacral chakra the sexual chakra below the belly button and above just above the belly button we've got the solar plexus why solar plexus talks about our that's all about like if, if it's like for me i've got a lot of a lot of layers there so i'm protecting and i'm sitting in self-doubt so i doubt myself i doubt that i have the ability to be the goddess that i was told and that i truly am we we were born with the lion within us we are lions but then i got here and i become a sheep because i decided that i wanted to follow and not lead and we're all leaders, but until we know this internally within and we know that we're here to give our special modality to the world, because every single one of us has something to put to that jigsaw puzzle. I have what whatever the spark is that I have, and then you've got everybody else that has their special beautiful thing. And when we put it all together, it just becomes one in the wholeness and then we can all help each other to love, to grow, to grow through and evolve as souls. So we can tailor a class for anything. Like you want to, or I won't say anything. I don't know how to make crafty things. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm going to learn it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, yeah, no. I use the to hold space and to heal with Reiki or energetic. Like I do our traditional midi midi, romi romi, which is shamanic healing, and I and I'm a channel. So I my biggest forte apart from these my biggest forte is a reader that's what i am i'm a medium i'm a psychic i'm whatever those labels are for me i'm just a seer i will deliver a message when it needs to be delivered so i use tools for that i use tarot i use the akashic records i use a loved one coming through to give a message to to you or you know the, these are the things they're all tools but i'm just hugely, just the channel in between where I just. I, I think we need to come back <laughs> one time. We need to do this reading thing. I love that stuff. I think that's so interesting. But what we're going to do, we're going to put up your links, and um, if there's anybody in our audience that wants to get in contact with you, Camille, then yeah, we'll have a little healing there to be able to do that through Living Your Truth. But Perfect. thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, Sarah, Kini, in the background. There. <laughs> thank you, lovely ladies, as always. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely to see you again, but 
Yeah, it's so great to catch up with you. We'll yeah. talk soon. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye.